1: This is the FCB Podcast Network.
2: This is the Jeff, Lori, and Nick Show. Welcome to the Jeff, Lori, and Nick Show. We are an informative talk show that's focused on finding solutions. Today we have none other as a special guest with us along with our co-host, Pastor John T. Coates, uh, State Representative Gary Click, who represents the 88th District in Ohio. Uh, good morning, Pastor Coates. How are you?
1: Well, good morning, sir. How are you? It's great to be here, and, the, and, the, and and I'm really excited about today's guest, Representative Click.
3: Pastor Click, welcome uh, to show. Our- it's great to be with friends. Uh, good morning. God bless you all.
2: We know you've got a lot going on in the state statehouse. Uh, kind of update us as to what's going on with House Bill 68. I know that you sponsored that. And uh, tell us a little bit about it. I know it was first introduced as the SAFE Act, and uh, then uh, we're, it also deals with the Save Women's Sports yes. Act. Uh Tell us about this House Bill 68. I know it's been in the news as of late. Talk to us about it. Thank you.
3: Well, first of all, thank you for your interest. In everything we do, we want to represent the constituents of Ohio. We want to protect women and children. And that's really the genesis of this. It started off in the First General Assembly uh, as the SAFE Act. And really, it just began with uh, citizens of Ohio coming to me who had been victimized by some of this radical gender ideology. And they've been hurt. Their families have been hurt. Their families have been torn apart. And uh, through the process, I began to meet many other people through this, people like uh, Chloe Cole. Uh, she's now become a national figure in this movement, but she started off coming and testifying in, in my committee. And uh, she's become a friend uh, over the years uh, up to just recently, just about a month ago, I sat down with uh, a young lady by the name of Morgan Keller and sat down and, and she reached out to me. Uh, I met her in Columbus at a coffee shop. And she had been victimized by this. And she had been led to believe that she could be a boy. And she went through this whole thing. And and it was very startling to me uh, as it came to a conclusion. After a while, it it made all of her depression worse. They tell you this cures depression. No, it doesn't. It makes it worse. They tell you this prevents suicide. It actually made her closer to suicide after she took all this track and was trying to live as, as a young man instead of a young lady that God made her to be. And so uh, in the end, she went back to her counselor and she told her counselor uh, right here in Ohio, in Columbus, and said, you failed me. And and the counselor said, uh, the counselor agreed with her. She said, I am so sorry. She said, I had questions, but I wanted to affirm you. Because that's all they're allowed to do these days is to affirm. Uh, And if you don't affirm, they call it uh, something else. And they, they say, you're not supporting the child. And Parents get told, if you don't affirm your child, they commits commit suicide. And that's just not true. Morgan says that's just not true. And uh, she also said to her, this is all so new. And that's what we've been saying. That's why it's called the SAFE Act, saving adolescents from experimentation. This is an experiment. There have been no long-term clinical studies done. And, and when you look over uh, in Europe, uh, they started much before us. They're more progressive than we are, and they've all backed down. They've said, this isn't working. This is hurting kids. And they, they've they reversed course. And now many states, over 20 states in Ohio, have already reversed course. We were among the first to introduce this legislation. Uh, some of the other states have gone uh, ahead of us to take this act. Um, but we're ready to do it. And, and we passed with strong this bill has been so vetted and it's been through the process and refined. And we passed it 64 to 28 in the house. We sent it over to the Senate. Uh, they made a couple of revisions that were acceptable to us and, uh, they passed it 24 to eight, I think. And so we have a strong veto proof majority, but I don't think we're going to need to worry about the veto. Just to be honest, um, uh, uh, we've been in communications with the, the governor's team. And, you know, the thing, and, and I know that John can attest this because he's had some good communications with the governor as well, is the governor is a very deliberative person. It not He doesn't do knee-jerk reactions. He wants to look at the evidence. He wants to see if there's any, you know, hidden landmines in there. And, and I respect him for that. Uh, but he's always stated, and the message to me, they've not weighed in uh, – on this in the whole process, except as to say, the governor wants to protect children. And so uh, we believe this bill does that. And I think uh, the governor, as he looks at the evidence, and uh, we're making sure that he has all the evidence that he needs, you know, on the opposition, they're trying to, you know, feed him some false science and some junk science, but we're making sure he has the real evidence. And and I think in the end, the governor has the wisdom to see that, yeah, this is the right thing to do. And I I believe the governor is going to do the right thing. On this. Uh,
2: Representative Click, does it uh, science uh, say that X and Y chromosomes
3: determine your gender? Uh, yes, so- it does. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, you're either a male or a female. And uh, there is no. It's medical, based on science. Yeah, science. Yeah, uh, th- there's no medical reason to do this. Now, and again, it's very important to remember that this bill only uh, deals with minors. N- let me tell you what else the science tells us and experience tells us that 85 to 95 percent of the children who uh, experience gender dysphoria and the kids who do this and and the gender dysphoria is a side effect. It's not it's never the primary cause. It's a side effect for kids who are going through mental health issues. And every one of those children needs to be loved and respected uh, and and affirmed as who they are, not as who they are not. And so when you do that, when you take care of, and by the way, autism is high on the spectrum, but when you take care of uh, eating disorders, kids with eating disorders are high on the spectrum. When you take care of those side issues that cause the depression and the anxiety, and they go through puberty, they desist. They no longer feel like the opposite sex. However, the moment you put them on puberty blockers, you determine the course of that child because 85 to 95% of the Uh, or 98% of the kids who go on puberty blockers will persist because their brain doesn't develop. You stunt the natural development of the brain. And when you do that, that child uh, continues to the opposite sex hormones and then most likely onto surgery. And it's not until the child's about 24 years of old age when their brain is fully developed. And coincidentally, that's also the most common age when they begin to detransition and say, what happened to me? but then they can't put their body parts back on. They can't undo the damage of the hormones and the puberty blockers, uh, which have even side effects that have nothing to do with sex, but diminished uh, bone density, osteopenia, osteoporosis, the cardiovascular disease, and all these things that go along with it, not to mention stunted brain development in the process. So this is a very harmful process for kids uh, to go through. And we're just saying... You know, save the adulting for adults, let kids be kids. When you get to be 18 or above and you are able to weigh in the facts, but kids cannot provide informed consent. They don't know what they're giving up. They don't know that they're giving up the joys of sex. They don't even know what sex feels like or is uh, for the most part by the time they start this process. And they also cannot understand that they're giving up their their ability to procreate. And they uh, Tell that to a 12-year-old. Representative click. I'm
2: with you 100%. And my mind automatically quick, quickly goes to all of these organizations that are out there that are mentoring boys, that are mentoring girls. And I'll tell you, they the Bible tells us from a religious standpoint, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when that child grows old, they won't depart from it. Children need direction. They and get. if they're confused about their identity, that's where men and women step in. And show them how to be boys, how to be girls, and it's a this is really a sad state of affairs, and I and it's really an indictment on the church as well because I believe religious leaders, pastors, and clergy really need to come from behind their desks and step yes. up, stand up, and be supportive of this particular of what you're doing, and supporting the identity of the child as they were born, and I think that's so important. And I think uh Pastor Coates might have something to say on this as well
1: yes we see this um uh, often in the church now is that children have gender confusion and it, it, it could be a, a a niece a nephew a son a daughter grandchild of a of a church member and we're and we're we see it but I don't think we believe it and you know representative click po- quite possibly in Ohio and throughout America when p- you hear this argument being made to protect children. A lot of people receive it as if it's conspiracy theory and mm. that this isn't really happening. But right. the fact fact of the matter is that there's, there's, there's big money, there's powerful organizations that's pushing this agenda throughout the country. And we're so grateful for legislators like yourself um, throughout America that's protecting children state by state, by state, by state. Where can the average Ohioan, the average American go to the get more information about what's happening along these lines?
3: Oh, well, that's a very good question. And so uh, and there several good points have been brought up. And so, you know, I, I appreciate the theological and the pastoral perspective there. To be honest, uh, a lot of the pastors, this this is snuck up on all of us. This came out of nowhere. They just started doing it. No clinical trials, no studies. This let's just experiment in real time, and and that's how we got here. And so, as pastors, we're like, whoa, wait, how, what do we answer? Uh, what's the answer to this? And that goes to uh, Pastor Coates's question: Is where do you where do you find out information? And there's places. I think one of the best places to find information is called Segum and that's S-E-G-M, and it stands for the society for evidence based gender medicine.org this is not a religious site whatsoever uh, it is a science site and uh, i know some of the i know some of the charter members there uh, they provide data they provide studies they provide science and uh, i think most pastors can figure out the the religious aspect on their own uh the biblical aspect on their own but this gives us the science and see, and here's the thing is We as pastors, uh, because as you know, I'm both a pastor and a legislator, we can rely on the science. Why can we rely on the science? I mean, true science. I don't mean the bogus science and the fake science and so on. Uh, We can rely on the real science because we know God is the author of science. And so when when people ask me, well, what does the Bible teach you about this? Because they want to say I'm forcing my religion. I say, well, first of all, the Bible tells me to follow the science. I can do that because God's the author of science. The Bible also tells me to love my neighbor as myself. And I say, what if I was one of these kids? You know, looking back, turn back the clock. What if I was one of those kids? What would I want? I would want them to follow the science, not superstition. The, the This is very key and, and very important to remember, is that the opposition makes an argument based on eminence, not evidence. And, and let me explain that. Eminence versus evidence is they say, well, because we said so. The AAP, the APA, this association, that association, because we said so. But every single time you say, show me the data, they don't show you the data. They will take you to proactive sites like uh, the Trevor Project, which is just it's just an advocacy and LGBT advocacy group. That's all it is. And they have uh, any of their polling is done. It's a convenience sample. It's tilted. It's, It's and it's just not true. And so sagam, segm.org S-E-G-M uh, takes care of that. There's a secular site also called uh, Partners for Ethical Care. Uh, I've worked with the, the leader in that, uh, Jenna Cooper. Jenna Cooper is an atheist. And, and that's what's really been a blessing in this is we've partnered with everybody on this. You know, it's not just the religious crowd. And uh, and uh, Jenna or uh, uh, Jeanette Cooper has uh, she hosts groups of these detransitioners she, she provides resources for them. And she's the one who has come and testified on our bill. And I tease her once in a while, I say, I say, Jeanette, you know, God can even use an atheist. And, <laughs> and she'll get quiet and I'll say, are you ignoring me? And she'll say, yes. But I'll be honest, she has been a great friend and a great ally in this, but she provides some resources. And so, uh, you know, we know what the Bible says. But we can't make legislation based on what the Bible says. But when our le- but when the sci- the science is consistent and it always is with our uh our religious beliefs and our 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 understanding of God's word, you know, we shouldn't be ashamed and we shouldn't back down from that. And 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 we transition, if you can, over even to the save women's sports side of this. You know, we had Riley Gaines and Riley Gaines, just what a wonderful young lady. And, and she talked about the competition where uh William Thomas uh, and her tied, they tied, literally tied to the hundredth of a second. But they said to uh, Thomas, they said, we're, they said to Riley, said we got to give the trophy to Thomas because it looks better uh, for us. And, and she said, now yeah, here's the deal. She said in the locker room, we didn't even know he was coming until we were in the locker room and we hear this deep voice. We are in the midst of changing. And she says, you know, it's kind of awkward when you're changing for a swim. There's very immodest moments that, you know, you just don't want guys in the locker room. And she said, "Um,
1: we're we're dealing
3: with this. And he is undressing, fully intact, undressing in front of us. And we are having to undress in front of him. And here's what they did is they, uh, to get around it, they made it a non-gender specific locker room, which meant any boy could go in there. Uh, and that's how they got around. It. And also, as a confession that they knew that he was a man, not a woman. And Riley said, You know, I, Riley's 23. Riley said, You know, I, I kept waiting. I, I, I expected someone else to stand up for us. And mm-hmm. I kept expecting and waiting and looking, and no one did. And she said, I, I would, my face would turn beat red when I'd get up and give a five minute speech in, in speech class. He said, I hated it. But I figured out, I realized that if I didn't stand up, no one else was going to stand up for me. So I stood up and uh, she is a champion. She came and she testified here in Ohio for us. Uh, she met with legislators and, uh, and we have to protect our women. This is not the job Absolutely. of the NCAA or the OHSA. They were not elected to protect people's rights. We were, and they failed because in, in, when you go back to Title IX, it wasn't the NCAA that implemented that, it was legislators who were elected by the people. I'm sorry, I know I've I'm, I'm gone long on my soapbox here, sir.
2: Th- that's okay. Uh, uh, Representative Click. Gary, how can we get, you know, what comes to my mind, a lot of uh, black clergy, mm-hmm. um, are, you know, may feel as though conservative issues, uh, they let conservative issues divide them. And sometimes, right. They unfortunately believe the demonization of conservatives and common sense representatives who stand for issues such as this. And they bow to the division of Republicans and partisan divisions. And they say, okay, he's a Republican, we can't support this. How do we break that ignorance Mm -hmm. and um, bring our clergy together? behind sound principles so that they sound biblical principles, sound science like this, it's such a destructive issue that it's devastating uh, the Black community, especially right. when there's so many Black men and women who, again, have mentoring classes and courses to teach young men to be men and uh, boys to be men and girls to be to be women and young women. Um, this is an evilness that we're fighting. How do yeah, we get, how do we connect you with other Black clergy uh, to address so, this?
3: So, first of all, anytime they want to, uh, I, I'm available. Uh, reach out to my office, rep88ohiohouse.gov. at I'd love to have those conversations. Uh, you and I've had those conversations. I am a member of our local NAACP, by the way. And uh, when we spoke at a forum on this, uh, it's very interesting that uh, this issue came up with my Democratic opponent last time, and uh, and I just said what I believe. And the pastors at the NAACP came up to me in our intermission, and they said, all I got to say is, what does the Bible say about that? And they were right. And uh, they were walking out of this NAACP meeting with uh, Click for Ohio t-shirts, and <laughs> they were supporting me in this issue. And we have to break down that barrier of Republican versus Democrat. I don't always agree with my caucus. I've stood up to my caucus on a few things, and uh, especially like things that deal with, you know, uh, trying to get some stuff for the benefits cliff to help people in poverty. I grew up in poverty, and I understand that. And I'm not saying my Republican colleagues disagreed with me, but they didn't all understand some of those issues. And I tried to bring them along. Some, there's some black legislators that actually have told me, I agree with this. I can't because of my caucus say anything, but I agree with you. Um, and so we just have to look at each issue. You, know, you can't just vote party line, party line, party line. Look at the issue and uh, act based on that, because there are many things we have in common.
2: So going back to House Bill 68, we're discussing that. It was originally introduced as the Safe Act. It is still called the Safe Act,
3: and so it it has two names. One portion is the Safe Act that deals with uh, preventing uh, sex changes for children. The portion dealing with sports is still called Save Women's Sports. And I urge people to kindly reach out to the governor. Not don't be mean or angry. That never gets us anywhere. But reach out to the governor's office and just say, "Hey, we support this." Okay, Gary,
2: we're going to have to take a quick break for our sponsors. And we're going to ask our audiences to stay with us, and we'll be right back. Absolutely. These days, it seems like everybody's talking, but no one is actually listening to the things they're saying. Critical thinking isn't dead, but it's definitely low on oxygen. Join me, Kira Davis, on Just Listen to Yourself every week as we reason through issues big and small, critique our own ideas, and learn to draw our talking points all the way out to their logical conclusions. Subscribe to Just Listen to Yourself with Kira Davis and FCB Radio Podcast on Apple, on Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your
1: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time.
3: No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Thank you to our audience for staying with us. And we're back with representative Gary Click of Ohio's 88th district. Uh, Pastor Click, Please tell us uh,
3: where things are right now. What can we do? So, they, thank you, Jeff. And I, I think the most important thing to do, you know, first of all, as believers, you know, I wear two hats the pastor hat and the uh, uh, the legislator hat. The battle is the Lord's. And I think prayer is a very key thing. And, and I would inform your congregations on the weekend hey, I, this is something to be praying about uh, because this is a decision that's going to affect you and your children you know, we had, you should look up the testimony of Richard Aname. Uh, Richard came here, a young black guy who uh, was actually molested as a child. He suffered from, um, uh, he's bipolar, uh, schizophrenic, and he went to a counselor and that counselor just pushed him through. And I mean, he had all the surgery, all of it. And, uh, and now he says, you know, I'm, now he has to wear a diaper because he's incontinent and because he's bleeding and things like that. And and he he felt like he was taken advantage of as a young black man. Mm. And uh, check out his testimony o- online, and you can search him. There's a few other places as well. And Give us his name again, That's Richard. Richard. Richard Aname. I I'll, I'll text you that information. I I, I don't have it on hand. Um, but the uh, as far as the spelling of his last name but he That's- gave testimony in the senate in the last uh in the the first uh sponsored testimony for the senate uh you can find him in there there's only about four witnesses you can find it in there uh but uh richard is um he came and gave this testimony but what they need to pray but of course the bible tells us faith without works is dead so reach out to the governor and say hey this is good for yeah, you know, our black families, you know, this yes. matters to us. Yes. And we we care about this. And many of us are Democrats. And in the polling, actually, more Democrats are with us than against us. And according to a Baldwin-Wallace poll, I think it's uh, 40, 30, 46 to 38 with us in the Democrat community, uh, according to polling. I'm not talking about the professional politicians, but the everyday Democrats are with us. Independents are strongly with us in this. This makes sense. It doesn't matter what color you are, what denomination you are, if you're a Christian or an atheist. This is a this is common sense legislation, uh, but there is a loud and obnoxious opposition to it. Their 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 loudness does not match the real numbers. And uh, someone said to Steve, one of the reporters went to Steve Huffman because the the testimony was imbalanced. You know, there was about six hundred testimonies against it compared to about a hundred or so. Uh, for it. And uh, Steve Huffman, president of the Senate said, we don't legislate for 600 pe- people. We legislate for all 12 million people in Ohio. And so it, it's not about who shows, how many show up. It's about what does what is the best for Ohio and what does the majority of Ohio think? And the majority of Ohio has an opinion. That doesn't mean they all come and stand and give a testimony. Uh, that's a very activist crowd, hyperactive crowd, hyper energetic crowd, but they do not represent the vast majority of Ohio. So we got to get that message to the governor and uh, we just to state our cases. And and like I said, I, I'm very confident the governor is going to do the right thing, but, you know, just letting him know and letting him hear from our communities uh, helps him uh, and helps him in a positive way. And like I said, I feel like he wants to do the right thing. I feel like he's going to do the right thing, but he's going to be deliberative, which is not a bad thing. That way in our favor. I, I think
2: of all the parents such as myself that have, uh, girls that are in uh, girls' sports, and uh, so many families and and have uh, children who are in girls' sports, and uh, and they they love their daughters. They want their daughters protected, and a lot of uh, pastors and clergy just don't know what to do. And I think yeah. this is a time where we can uh, get out of our chairs and stop yeah. laughing and joking joking about yeah. this particular issue. But right. it's time absolutely. to stand up and do something and be accountable and be on the side of right. Yes. Uh, Pastor Coach, you may want to uh, chime in
1: on this. Yes, absolutely. And Representative Click, um, um, 2023 will be a year that won't soon be forgotten. You have run a marathon mm. this year in helping to protect um, Ohioans and um um, there's a lot of what you've done on the floor as well as behind the scenes that really will never really see the, the, the light of day as it relates to positive um, um, advocacy for Ohioans. But at the same time, the general public is being impacted by Hollywood in a hard push to influence the um, the, the 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 culture. Right. And um, um, you know, you turn on the television. You want to watch your favorite police show, fire show. You want to see people rescued. You want to see them solve crimes. But yet, there's another agenda, another message. Mm. What do you think is the best way for us to um combat that influence on the minds of um of regular citizens, so that we'll, we won't be insensitized by the
3: work that you're doing? Well, I think that uh. I always say it's hard to make a distance, a difference from a distance. You can't make a difference from a distance and you've got to get close to people. Don't be afraid to go talk to somebody. I think you hit it on the head a moment earlier when you said, don't, you know, making jokes and things like that. I think there's always that temptation to do that. But I've, I've had some real conversations with some real trans people. They're not evil people. Uh, they're hurting people. Right. And I think we need to love them and to care about them. You know, by the way, Walt higher uh is another guy to look up online. And um, he has a, a website called Sex Change Regret. Uh, I don't know if it's dot com.org or something like that. And he his faith is what helped him to overcome. He lived for one of the first people to transition, did it for eight years, detransitioned. Uh, first pastor he ran into told him, You're not welcome here. The next pastor said, You're welcome here. And uh, that pastor helped him, and uh, and helped, and he also did his own research, you know, and figured out what the real issues were in detransition, and he's a huge help to detransitioners now. So he can provide it both scientifically, socially, and uh, and faith based answers for a lot of people.
2: Wow, we packed a lot into this uh, few <laughs> minutes here. I'll tell you, uh, thank you so much. We're out of time, unfortunately. We could continue with this, and we're going to have to sometime. We're going to be watching this bill, House Bill 68, it's going to the governor's desk right now, and he really needs to sign this for two reasons, to save our children from experimentation and also to save our women in sports. Two common sense issues packed in one, House Bill 68. We thank you, uh, Representative Gary Click, Pastor John Coates. And also, we always thank our producer, Darvio Morrow, the best producer on this, on this side of heaven. And thank you to our audience. And we ask that you get involved and you continue to circulate uh, this particular uh, interview. And let's all remember to keep doing the right thing. Keep fighting the good fight. And let's remember we can all do better. Thank you and God bless you all.
3: God bless you.
1: This has been a presentation of the FCB Podcast Network, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbpodcasts.com.